The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again. Featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. That's right. Jordan Rhodes is joining us, as he always does, at this time on Wednesday. He is the author of The Life of a Blue Collar Actor, which is available on bookbaby.com. Good morning, Jordan. Hi, Liz. Hi, Nick. Hello. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Jordan, give us an update. Where are you at and what are you up to? Okay. Well, uh, for my own the road segment here, I'll tell you, I went to the ballet uh, at the Lincoln Center hmm. uh, just last week. We went over to see the American Ballet Theater's production of Don Quixote which, of course, uh, Man of La Mancha was the musical based on Don Quixote and also the film. So that was, uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. I uh, really enjoyed it. I, I, I liked the ballet. Uh, I particularly loved years ago uh, I saw Cinderella over there. It was the first time I'd ever seen Cinderella, the ballet. And when the two sisters came out, uh, I commented to a friend of mine who's a dancer. I said, boy, that's one of the biggest ladies I've ever seen. And he leaned over to me and he said, Jordan and Cinderella, the sisters are always played by guys. So it was a, it was oh. a big guy. Now, <laughs> Nick, you prob- you, <laughs> Nick, you've probably already done this, but we have to congratulate Liz. Uh, yeah. I saw you on a PC-Matic commercial. Oh! Yes. Oh, yeah. So, so she's invading my territory here, my terrain. <laughs> but I have to say, there's Jordan. always room for a beautiful, intelligent, talented woman. That's that's always we can all, we can all, we, we can always do that. Can you but hear I Nick's thought... eye roll? He's eye rolling. <laughs> Jordan, 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 Jordan. Just give me a minute now. I have to go on the other side of the uh, the glass Stop there it. and little little air out of that head. <laughs> that is not true. Thank you. It was my, was, I, my first national commercial, as if there'll be a second one, but it is my first nas- first national. Well, commercial. I was just blown away when I saw it the other night, and I thought, <laughs> boy, great. that was that was really yep. terrific. She did great. She looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm telling you, we have we we really have a lot to talk about today because, yeah. first of all. One of the things that I want to compliment you guys on, and one of the reasons that I believe that Fox and conservative talk shows like the Liz Calloway Show are so successful, is not only because they are the best, but they're the only places where you can get the truth. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just right. The other outlets just don't give you the truth. I mean, they just lie all the time. And unfortunately... You know, our Congress, both sides have lost the ability to compromise and negotiate. So we really, as a country, are just kind of on our own. And there's so many things that are going on recently. Have you guys, I'm sure you have, have you heard the news about Biden's daughter's diary? Oh, yeah, Ashley. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Showergate, I uh, call it. Oh, it's bad. I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. And the thing that really blows me away is that this diary was really discovered one full month before the election. Uh-huh. But just like the diary and the Hunter Biden laptop and that whole story, everything was shoved under the rug. Mm-hmm. So nobody could get that information because it would have changed a lot of people's uh, ideas to vote, I guess. And then again... Yeah. Well, you uh, know, it's interesting you should say that. I just watched the movie 2000 Mules. We had it um, playing at the Asher Theater, and we went to go see it. And um, what that's one of the things they said, that even if the fraud didn't happen, okay, let's say all this, you know, 
There were so many other things leading up to the election that interfered with the election, namely mainstream media not reporting and suppressing. Suppressing. And um, yeah. and if that changed the outcome of the election, and that that really is a problem. And, and I don't know what the problem is, if, if it's illegal or ethical, but I mean, it's not right what happened. No, I, I don't think there's anything ethical about it. And, of course, uh, I, I'm one of those people that literally, even during the Trump presidency, when all of this stuff, they were attacking him every single day, I said at that particular time that I never believed that our worst, the worst challenge to our democracy, to our, our way of life, was really not anything that was going on with ISIS or anything going on with Iran or or the Taliban, Russia, China, but the liberals. Mm -hmm. The liberals were the people that were really tearing this country apart. And if 81 million did actually vote for Biden, which I happen to be one of those people, I don't believe that, then we know we have at least 81 million stupid people in our country, if that, if that really happened. And it's just uh, some of this stuff, what's going on with this green global agenda thing, the woke, yeah. all of that stuff that's happening. I, I've got an interesting question for you guys and for the listeners. All right. Biden is now going, he stopped America's, we stopped us from drilling and producing our own energy. And now he's going to go to all of our enemies mm -hmm. to ask them to produce more oil and energy for us. That, of course, is going to be at a premium. Here's my question. What is the difference in who pollutes the global world, whether it's oil from Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. Venezuela, Iran? Right. What is the difference in the pollution of, quote, the global world that we're all in? This is everything they're talking about, all global. Mm -hmm. you know, we're polluting And it. they're the worst at it. They're, they're, they're the dirtiest of we, the and, oil. And if, if we're going to ask them to do more oil, then that's still going to pollute you know, if, if that's really polluting the atmosphere, that's really going to pollute the world. So we aren't achieving anything. Mm -hmm. Only thing we're achieving is costing the American people here, all the hardworking Americans, these incredible prices. I mean, it's just made a difference in everything, you know, that's going on and could be solved so easily. But Biden doesn't want to solve anything. Well, George, he wants to stick. Jordan, I agree with you. And here's the thing. Here's why. You're right. Because to destroy this country financially is to cripple us with these gas prices because it affects everything, as you know. Mm -hmm. Number two, this whole global warming thing, this whole green thing, I'll let you in on a little secret. It's a scam. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just absolutely, it's ridiculous. Well, I think it's part of the globalist plan, you know, to get us dependent and reliant on something, you know, something that I learned as a, as a young woman growing up in the, you know, the 90s, that the best thing that you can do is be self-reliant and, um, you know, make your own money. You know what I mean? Like, make your own stuff. Uh, be self-dependent. And um, the worst thing to do is be completely dependent on somebody who is really bad for you, you know, and is yep. bad for your life and is bad for a, a lot of different reasons. So, why in the world would our government leaders would want us in bed with those people I in those countries and those leaders? I have no idea. And now you have Saudi Arabia going uh, getting involved 
with Biden. Uh, he, he's supposed to meet with the crown prince, MBS, and uh, they have green energy on their plate. They're all focusing on hydrogen energy, and I know they want to bend Biden's ear about it. But, I mean, I thought about what about all the human rights uh, violations that— Oh, good Lord. You know, it's, they're it's willing a, to put that it's, aside it's, it's, for it's a, climate change. Yeah, it's horrible what goes on in those countries. It's, it's just unbelievable. And this most recent thing, uh, the other night, you know, the Stephen Colbert— uh, which I refer to as one of the three late-night clowns. Uh, all of these late-night guys have been aspiring to fill Johnny Carson's shoes ever since they've been on the air. And if you can, in my opinion, if you combined all the talent that they had together, they couldn't wear one of Johnny Carson's socks, yeah. let alone to fill his shoes. Right. But this thing, when Colbert's staff went with the help of a liberal congressperson and invaded the Capitol... They were led into the Capitol after they had been after they had been put outside. This liberal con- 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 congressperson went and opened the door and let them back in so they could come in and harass. It was after hours, mm-hmm. and what I can't understand is what is the difference in that breach of the Capitol and this so-called insurrection that they're talking about in January sixth. Mm-hmm. That's because I mean, Colbert's guys, yeah, Colbert's guys weren't wearing Trump hats. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was just. Uh, It was actually more dangerous for the people there because many of them sleep in their offices at night. And uh, and, and it's like they're pounding on the doors and they're trying and they were saying, what's about a, you know, puppetry? You know, Stephen Colbert kept trying to say, and it's like, no, it's not, you know, and and of course, it'll go away. It'll go away. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and last night, they were talking last night about how they were there to particularly uh, harass mm-hmm. one of the one of the um, yeah. GOP. Lauren Boebert. Uh, yep. Yeah, they yeah. were. That's that's who they were there to harass. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I can't see the difference, except it's just a difference in the law. There's a different law for liberals and there's yeah. a different law for conservatives. And the conservatives, if they do whatever they do decide, okay, well, this is going to be against the law, then they're going to do all of this stuff. I think those people, I believe there were six or seven of them, they spent one night in jail. Mm -hmm. Boy, that is one heck of a long ways away from doing a year and a half in solitary confinement from January 6th. Absolutely. And I think it's... I I wanted to tell you, Jordan, I I was mentioning this earlier. I watched that movie, 2000 Mules, and somebody had said, you know, how they tracked all these phones, um, you know, with the uh, going to the drop boxes, going and pick up ballots and going to all these drop boxes and everything. And they they actually said during this movie, they would they believe that the federal, um, you know, the FBI used that same geofencing technology to track people they thought were going to be issues during this protest on January 6th. And they unmasked their identities because otherwise they're just numbers. And um, they uh, unmasked their identities. And that's why they were able to arrest so many January 6th um, people that were right in the Capitol so quickly based on their phone pings. That must have meant that they were tracing them prior to January 6th. I found that to be alarming. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because it's a complete invasion of everybody has to worry now about their own privacy mm-hmm. and what's going on. And then this thing, the way Biden, Biden is using the FBI as his own private right. police force. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, this whole thing about the diary, you know, because it wasn't really reported on when it first happened weeks ago. 
when the FBI broke into these columnists' house, two of them, by the way, you know, searching for that diary, trying to keep that information from getting out. And that information, as far as I'm concerned, being the father you know, of a daughter, I, I find that information absolutely disgusting. And uh, I, it, his daughter wrote it in the diary. I'm not believing she made it up. And just it's so much of it is just it's just horrible. And this thing, yeah. uh, I, I I don't know what what do you think America is going to do? How much of this can America actually take with what the Democrats, the liberals, the liberal Democrats are totally doing to us right now to our well, country? I, you know, Jordan, I just played Miles Taylor saying that that what's happening with Trump is like the rise of Hitler. They're doing that all over again. Um, and they're they're really making people hate anybody that supports America first, wears a red hat, supports Trump, supports a candidate endorsed by Trump. Like they're making fellow Americans hate us. Like, I don't care if someone's wearing a Biden shirt. I don't care. You know, right. I, but if you're wearing a red hat, they always have to say something and push back and do something like someone complains that someone, you know, that works uh, at the restaurant is wearing a, a MAGA hat. It's like, I don't care. You can complain all you want. Go right ahead. I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's, it's, you yeah. can come in with a Biden hat. I don't care. I'm not going to throw <laughs> them out. Yeah, it, it's just what what's going on. It's just so one sided. And I think for years, us conservatives have known that. We've known that it's never been a level playing field, but now it's just gotten to the point of where it's literally dangerous because you've got people that are just, this thing that's going on with the Supreme Court justices just absolutely blows me away because, again, it's all violations of the law. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's a law against demonstrating in front of a Supreme Court justice's house and threatening their lives. I mean, there's a law against that. Yes. It's already on the books. How about but, asking the president during a press conference, did you actually take da- take showers with your daughter? Is that yeah. true? Has anybody yeah. asked that at a press conference? No. Nope. Oh, good Lord. There, you know, nobody's going to ask him that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> they, they should They should ask him that. You know, do, do you mm-hmm. take any responsibility for that? It's just, uh, I'm telling you, just... Oh, boy. Hey, uh, Jordan, I, okay. you'd said something that reminded me of something that the great Ronald Reagan once said, and I wanted to look it up so i make sure I got it right. He said it in a 1975 interview. He was then governor. He said, if fascism ever comes to America, it will come in the name of liberalism. Hmm. Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's true. That, 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 that's it, and that, that's why I really believe, and it's unbelievable, having been in California as many years as I was and having to be a closet conservative out there, it's just amazing I, since I've come out as a conservative, which has been for quite a number of years now, I literally only have about three or four uh, remaining friends that are liberals, <laughs> because once they found out that I was Don't a conservative, <laughs> it was like I had a disease that they yeah. could catch. Well, come, come move to South Carolina. You'll be amongst friends. That's true. I would I would love to get down there if I can get this stuff straightened out up here. All right. Well, you do that, and uh, and we'll we'll hold a spot for you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Always love always love visiting with you guys. Absolutely. On the road again with Jordan Rhodes, an actor, a playwright. He's working on his play right now. You can follow him, of course, uh, Jordan Rhodes, R H O D E S, and of course, he is the author of The Life of a Blue Collar Actor. Available on BookBaby dot com. We'll talk to you next week, Jordan. Thanks a lot, Liz and Nick. Bye bye.